Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest in Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, party people. What is up? What isn't up? There's so much. There's There's so so much. much. I feel like I'm still in like a party mood because we just had the employee summer celebration on the Burbank studio lot last week. And I was... I've been wanting to dig into this with you. I was living my best life. I was like so happy to see my coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) Very happy to see everyone. Was I even happier to see Free Dole Whip? I don't know. Who's to say? That's all I want to talk about is how you had Dole Whip on the Disney lot. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. It was so good. I had to, of course, post a picture to my social because, you know, we don't get Dole Whip on the Disney lot every day. I know. It's amazing. Taryn, who's a new colleague of mine. So I got to show her around. It was her first, one of her first days here. So we all went on the Ferris wheel along with our producer, Bruce. Bruce took a Ferris wheel ride with us. It was very fun. Uh, I ran into Bruce just walking around the lot, but I didn't, I missed you, Jeffrey. Sorry. I was carefully avoiding you. I mean, I was very busy. (laughs) VVV busy. We were, but it was great. And of course there were tons of characters around the lines of excited, excited people. There were people were just losing their minds, getting to hug Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, all it was adorable. So fun. Love that. Yeah. Before we get to anything else coming up on the show, we all loved Lightyear to infinity and beyond indeed. And coming up, Chris Evans, who does he need an introduction? It's going to be a good episode, you guys. (laughs) What's so funny is what started as like a very normal, like chill interview. The more we started talking about Disney favorites, the more like we all just like, it just became very (laughs) exciting and very intense. Sherry, of course, had to ask if he might return to the MCU and his interesting Mm -hmm. answer was uh, quite gripping, I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Disney favorites, I just can't. I can't. Ah, I could have done Disney favorites with him for, I don't know, three extra hours. Right? (laughs) I felt like I needed to take some notes too, though. All right, but that is coming up. And then also, I mean, I've been up to date on Obi-Wan, which will have just finished by the time this comes out. So I'm very excited to see where that goes. And uh, Ms. Marvel and, and Tony, I think we oh, were yes. chatting about how much we're loving Ms. Marvel. It's so cute and fun. And I'm just like feeling all of the feels when I watch this new series. So hmm. another A plus Marvel. And speaking of Ms. Marvel, Surprise news, even to me, who wrote the cover story on the Disney Wish for the new issue of Disney 23, Iman Vellani is bringing Ms. Marvel to the Avengers Quantum Encounter aboard the Disney Wish. So I I love that they kept this a secret this whole time. So she's joining Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, Anthony Mackie as Captain America, and Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I cannot wait to see her. The whole dining experience looks Amazing. And then the, the fact that all of these cinematic universe stars got together and filmed all this new footage for it. I'm very excited. So that's really, really cool. And who knows, maybe we'll set sail at some point. Hmm. And speaking of that universe, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which we all loved when we visited Epcot at Walt Disney World yes. Resort. And of course, if you have not seen that, you can go to D23's YouTube and watch us enjoying ourselves and a whole lot of Food at the Connections eatery. 
But our friends over at the Plan Disney podcast have a whole episode focused on the creation of that incredible attraction and the transformation that Epcot is undergoing right now. So head over to the Parks blog and, and listen to the Plan Disney podcast after you're done with us. Ah, very yeah. cool. Well, I've got some more news beyond the shore. We were just talking about the Disney Wish. This time, Nat Geo's Shark Fest. Woohoo! It's Woo! celebrating its 10th anniversary. And it's going to be broadcasting everywhere you look, basically. <laughs> you can Yay. catch Shark Fest on Disney Plus, Hulu, ABC, ESPN, National Geographic, Nat Geo Wild, Nat Geo Mundo. It is everywhere. There are almost 30 hours of original programming and more than 60 hours of enhanced content. Ooh. Guys, I am so excited about Shark Fest. They are the ocean's most misunderstood predator. So learn more Aww. about them. Learn about their beauty and their power and their mystery. Now, I'm not advocating for anyone to go swimming with sharks anytime soon, but, you know, enjoy them from the comfort of your couch, just like me. <laughs> Fair enough. This all starts July 10th, very soon. Every Shark Fest premiere is going to be available on Disney Plus as they roll out. And then you can catch the best of Shark Fest specials and series throughout the years on Hulu that same day. Very exciting. There's Shark Beach with Chris Hemsworth. There's Camo Sharks. There's Maui mm. Shark Mystery. There's Game of Sharks. There's Great White versus Tiger Shark and so many more. I am specifically excited for Baby Sharks. I apologize to any parents out there who now have a certain song stuck in their head. <laughs> and sharks that eat everything, which is relatable. So check out a Shark Fest trailer now on National Geographic's YouTube. Ooh, I can't wait to sink my teeth into that. Ooh, yes. ready to catch some fin. It will be oh. jawsome. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, you guys from Shark Fest to Shark Tank, LOL. <laughs> nice. ABC Network has announced premiere dates for its fall lineup and it is so good. And it all kicks off September 21st. And that Friday, the 23rd, includes the first ever live episode. Live, again, mm -hmm. may I say live. Mm -hmm. Live episode of Shark Tank. Can you Ooh. imagine? What are you going to pitch? I mean, <laughs> honestly, adding the layer of having to pitch live to this cast of sharks is quite terrifying, which means it's going to be really great TV. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, also, this is a very fast favorite of mine, along with, you know, a few other million other viewers. Abbott Elementary is coming mm -hmm. back with Quinta Brunston. Mm -hmm. Bachelor fan Drew Joyce, because Bachelor in Paradise is coming back, of course. Plus an all-new show, Celebrity Jeopardy. How fun. Yay. Nice. Rare dates and times are all at abc.com. And I'm sure you'll hear a little bit more about these shows again before September. So lots to look forward to. Very cool. Well, I've got some news for all my fellow animation lovers out there. News from Annecy International Animation Film Festival at the festival. There were a lot of new productions that were announced and some exciting sneak peeks at an upcoming slate of new original animated series that will air on Disney Plus and all the other Disney places in 2023 and beyond. Here are some highlights, you guys. Get ready. Monsters at Work, greenlit for season two. Woohoo! Yay! 
Chippendale nice. Park Life. Greenlit for season two. Woo! Yay! Zombies! Ooh. This is a new animated series inspired by, of course, the movie franchise. It's going to be called Zombies the Reanimated Series. Hmm. Love that play Love on that. words. Dragon Striker, which is about the world's most popular sport combined with magic. Mm-hmm. The Doomies, which is about some best friends who accidentally open up a gateway to another world. Mm-hmm. Oof, remember when you did that? That was so awkward. I do. That was a really wild time. <laughs> Marvel's Spidey and His Amazing Friends has been renewed for season three. Mickey Yay. Mouse Fun House has been renewed for season three. There's so much coming, you guys. Kazaki Moto Generation Fire. Cool name. It's an upcoming Disney Plus African sci-fi anthology. Uh, some new artwork and casting announcements were released then. Kia and the Kimoja Heroes, which is about community heroes who are inspired by the traditions and cultures of Southern Africa. And huge news from Strange World. New cast members were just announced, including Dennis Quaid, Gabrielle Union, Lucy Liu. I mean, are these going to be future podcast guests? I certainly have my fingers and toes crossed. Hmm. Well, some exciting news from a soon-to-be not-so-strange world, Sherry. Oh. We have some news from Katino, a story-living community. That Yay. is a reminder. Being developed in California's Coachella Valley, I definitely unknowingly drove right through this area this <laughs> summer as well. But first looks of some of the design concepts that will inspire the new homes in a stream community have been released. And these renders are simply stunning. The community is scheduled to begin welcoming residents in 2024 and more locations are being explored across the country. You can see the design concepts too. They are like really, really cool. They're at the Disney Parks blog and you can get more updates as well at storylivingbydisney.com. I'm so excited. I scrolled through those images. I'm like, like, ooh, which one? Because I'm like ready to sign up now they look amazing and for those who want to hear more about story living by disney a couple months ago we did interview the fantastic friend of the pod michael hungeon who gave us a ton of interesting details speaking of interesting details our friends at consumer products just unveiled a slew of details about what they're going to be offering guests and fans at d23 expo this september they've reimagined the shopping a little bit so we used to have the d23 expo dream store and a disney store there's essentially combining some of those elements to create the D23 Expo Marketplace, which is a 27,000 square foot retail location with tons of exclusive first to market, limited edition, you name it, and some of the first Disney 100 merchandise. Then of course, Makey's of Glendale, which is a huge favorite. They're coming back. They have three separate retail spaces. There's of course the main store, which has their normal Imagineering t-shirts and hats and accessories and posters and all sorts of cool stuff. They will have the exclusive pin store because you know, I love a good pin. And now for the first time they're doing D23 Expo Shop X Mickey's of Glendale, a hot collab between these two giant powerhouses. So I cannot wait to see what the exclusive Expo merchandise is going to be. Plus our friends at Disney Publishing are going to have a huge pavilion there where they're going to be bringing a ton of incredible authors, Disney Boundings, Leslie Kay, and of course the incredible Ridley Pearson is going to be there. Plus there's going to be all these new things debuting. The World of Wakanda merchandise is going to be debuting at Expo. And I am particularly excited because 
Guided by the Light, which is a new collection by our friend Ashley Eckstein and inspired Aww. by, of course, Ahsoka Tano, is going to be premiering there as well. So there's a whole lot of information. You can get much more of it at d23expo.com, including some of the great panels they are going to be bringing and all the talent tied to that. But you know what time it is right now, because I'm hearing some chimes. <laughs> Yes, I hear that too. It is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Sherry, what's up first? Up first, it's finally the premiere of Rise this Friday on Disney+. Plus. Check it out. Learn the story of the Antetokounmpo family. I am really excited for this one. Yay. And next on Friday, June 24th at 7.30 Eastern, a new episode of Bunked on Disney Channel for all you Bunked fans. Yay. Also on Friday at 9.50 p.m. on FXM, break out the tissues because the art of racing in the rain is on and... Any movie with dogs makes me cry. <laughs> but for something a little more, for something a little lighter, perhaps on Saturday, June 25th at 9.30 in the morning, you will turn to Disney Channel to watch a new episode of The Ghost and Molly McGee. Oh, that's a nice morning viewing. And to cap off the weekend, we have Disney's Summer Magic Quest, Sunday, June 26th at 7 p.m., premiering on Disney Channel. Yay! Woohoo! On to today's guest. He is epic in so many ways and played Captain America in nearly a dozen films. He's now voicing Buzz Lightyear in Lightyear, where we finally get to see the film behind the beloved Toy Story toy. He's also a big, big Disney fan. Please welcome to the show, Chris Evans. Yay! <laughs> All right, first up, how were you approached about playing Buzz? My team called and said that Pixar had a project they wanted to pitch to me. And I said, great, I can't wait. This has been a dream for a long time. What's the project? Do we know anything? And they said, the only thing they said was Buzz Lightyear. And I thought, okay, that's, that's odd. That's, that's Tim Allen. So I went up to Pixar and I met with them. And Angus gave this great presentation talking about how when he was a kid, he loved Star Wars. And, you know, he had all the toys and his, his friends were obsessed with the movies. And every time a new one came out, they were first in line. And when he saw the first Toy Story and Andy got Buzz and all of his friends knew who Buzz was already. It wasn't a new toy. There was something about him that was already iconic. He wondered what was the movie that Andy saw that made him love Buzz so much. So this is that movie. So then I said, okay, all right, that makes sense as to why maybe the voices wouldn't be the same. I have a lot of Captain America dolls out there that don't have my voice. So, so at least that, that opened up the door to my understanding. And then it was just the intimidating challenge of trying to honor what Tim did so phenomenally while still trying to make it my own. You touched on this a second. Tim Allen, he had voiced the toy. What did you do to make your voice? It is very distinct. So what did you do to, to make sure that was true? Well, yeah, the first couple of sessions, it's just pretty much a shameless Tim Allen impression. I mean, it's hard enough. <laughs> we know these lines, we know the deliveries. So in the beginning, that's the only voice I had in my head was Tim's. But the writing is so beautiful and grounded and honest and you can't help but have certain moments where you allow yourself to speak from a more authentic place as opposed to 
watching yourself speak. And when that happens, just inevitably, you know, a, a character comes out of it. So it's a slow process and it's a gentle one. And you, you kind of have to be forgiving and patient. But somewhere along the way, I started to find the character in myself. Okay, Chris, we know you're a massive dog lover. What did you think when they were giving Buzz a cat? <laughs> well, I'm a big animal lover. I mean, I'm, I'm a big dog guy, but, uh, but I got nothing against cats. And uh, how can you have anything against this one? Very true. It's Pride Month. You've always been a great supporter of our community. And your brother, Scott, mm -hmm. is very open. And the film, of course, features Alicia. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of representation? Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's long overdue. And it's nice to be talking about it, the fact that it's happening, but it will be much nicer when we get to a point that it isn't a talking point because it is the norm, you know? So again, it's, it's nice to be a part of the evolution in some small way, but you can't help feel a little ribbon of disappointment that it's taken this long and, and that it even needs to be acknowledged because it clearly shows that there hasn't up until now been the appropriate amount of representation. Very true. All right, well, Chris, let's talk about Captain America. Buzz and Cap have some similarities. How do you see them as similar and how do you see them as different? Sure. Well, I mean, they certainly both are leaders. They're both determined and selfless and honest and loyal to their friends. Buzz strikes me as someone who probably knew this about himself very early on in life. You know, I imagine but Buzz was probably the, the hall monitor and, you know, the Boy Scout <laughs> president and, and just, you know, was always very confident in his life choices. Cap probably took a bit longer to understand his role in life and, and, and how to fulfill what he felt inside. And there was probably more timidity and humility and uncertainty in Cap. So what was the hardest MCU secret you've ever had to keep? Mm. Mm. And if you're keeping one right now, I mean, we're not recording. You can, you can tell no, us. Totally. The, the, the <laughs> hardest one is always the next one. <laughs> the hardest one is always the latest one. It's, it's tricky. Yeah, I got a few of my, no, I don't, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm off that train now. So I, I, I luckily don't have to keep any more secrets, but you know, I, I don't know. You almost get used to just knowing to say less, <laughs> to just not answer questions and then keep it short and sweet. I think, you know, Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland had a much harder time keeping the secrets than I did. <laughs> I mean, Mark barely keeps them. So let's just- Can't help it, yeah. Him and Tom, weak like a- <laughs> All right, well, we do have to ask, have you permanently hung up Cap's shield or is there ever the slightest chance that we may see you return to the MCU? No, I don't think so. I mean, it was really an unbelievable ride and the character is just so dear to me. I'm just so precious with it to return to the role. I mean, the truth is the role isn't even mine anymore. The role is Anthony Mackie's. So, you know, even if there was a different incarnation, not as Captain America, but, you know, for Steve Rogers, even that would feel, I'd be very cautious just because I love that chapter of my life professionally, personally. I love what those movies accomplished and to revisit it and potentially have some weird extension to that legacy would be upsetting if it didn't land. So it would require a near perfect recipe and uh, it may just not be in the cards. Hmm. 
Hmm. Well, fingers crossed for a light year uh, crossover to the MCU. <laughs> we know, like us, you are a, a big Disney fan. Do you remember how that started for you? Well, my mother. My mother's a giant Disney fan, and so we all became, you know, Disney World was the, the number one vacation in our family, and the movies were a huge part, but just everything about what Disney meant to me as a child still is alive today. So whether I'm watching a Disney movie or riding a Disney ride or, you know, it's just, there's something, my inner child is very much alive and well, and that inner child is its happiest at Disney. Same. I'm actually from outside of Boston too. So Disney world was my original Disney world. Part. That's, that's the Holy land. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the other Holy land, Disneyland, have you been to Avengers campus yet? No, I don't think I have. When, when did that open? How long has that been left? A year ago, one year now, just over a year. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to get out to Disneyland. Oh. They've got both versions of Cap there, which is nice. Oh, yeah? Great. And great. some great shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we love to ask Disney fans about their Disney favorites, and we're going to do a lightning round in oh, honor ready. of light year. Let's do it. All right. Favorite <laughs> Disney animated movie? Uh, I'll say Robin Hood. I love that. A classic. Your favorite Marvel character who's not Captain America? Uh, Iron Man. Favorite Pixar character who is not Buzz? Uh, Mr. Incredible. Favorite movie you worked on in the MCU? It's a toss-up between uh, Winter Soldier and Endgame. Mm. Favorite Disney song? Ooh, that's a good one. Man. I'll probably say the opening song. God, why can't I think of his name? Who sings the song at the beginning of Robin? Robin and Little John. Oh, Oda, oh. Oh. Is it Roger Miller? No, wait. Is that, that's what I was going to say, but I don't know if that sounded that the kids off that's right now. Yes, oh, Roger, I think that's right. Yeah, Roger Miller, there it is. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Disney Parks Attraction. Uh, I'm going to say Flight of Passage. Ooh. So good. Favorite, that's so good. Favorite Disney Resort Hotel. Probably the contemporary. That was kind of a big part of my childhood. It has a great view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And I always liked riding the monorail as a kid. That was my first Disney hotel. And when I bought Disney Vacation Club, that's where I bought because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> it's totally normal. Favorite Disney park snack? Oh, man. The Mickey ice cream bars are pretty great. I love a Dole Whip. No, I'll stick with the Mickey ice cream bar. It's kind of a classic. It's like the old it is a not too much frill, but they just nail it. Have you been on a Disney cruise ever? No. They don't put them on the menu, but if you ever go on a Disney cruise, any <laughs> meal you want and you order it, they will bring you a Mickey. No kidding. Wow. No Good. way. It's Secret true. menu. Secret menu item. Favorite Disney restaurant? Mm, I love the Brown Derby. I mean, I like Bell's Castle, uh, but you know what I actually like? I like the, uh, the sci-fi uh, drive-in theater. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. It's restaurant. You probably, it's, it's not like on St. Paul as like Brown Derby, things like that, but it's a good lunch spot. And I love just getting to watch all the, the yeah. classic oh, yes. trailers. Cars, yeah. Oh my, all right. Favorite Disney princess or heroine? Belle. Ooh, okay. Oh, wait, I remember on reading once you liked her because she read. Reads books. She was a reader. And, yeah. Sorry, Sherry. Okay. Favorite Disney villain? Ooh, um, baby, that's a tough one. I mean, Scar's really good. 
Yeah, who else is really good? I'll go Scar. He's he's a safe bet. Favorite Marvel character to verbally spar with? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's kind of a no-brainer. I don't think you can beat Downey. Favorite Marvel character to physically spar with? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question too. Hmm. Hmm. I really liked it. It was brief. It was brief, but I really liked the little fight I got to have with Tom Holland. You know what I mean? Because it was almost, uh, there wasn't rage to it. It was almost necessary. I just enjoy Spider-Man's abilities. Hmm. Favorite, uh, I guess this is sort of a strange one, but favorite Disney park you may have not been to? I guess, have you not, uh, have you been to all of them? I don't think there's anyone that, I mean, you know, I just went to uh, Paris not too long Ooh. ago. Yes. Crush Coaster, the yes. you know, Finding Nemo. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That ride is so good. I, I was almost heartbroken. There isn't something, whatever, like the mechanism of that roller coaster. They don't have anything like that in the parks in the States. And I was really upset about that. You Until recently. Wait, Jeffrey? now what is it? What's the new what, what is it? Which one? The Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians Cosmic yeah. Rewind. Actually, you know what? I kind of saw, I saw some photo or something of a Guardians ride. And I was like, now nah, that looks very <laughs> similar to what they do on Crush's Coaster. Great. Great. Yes. Crush yes. is a little more free spin and this is well, a little more directional. But, but it yes. still does kind of rotate in that way. When oh, yeah. is Tron open? TBD sometime in the what, future. I like the fact that it's that kind of like forward leaning, like yes. Avatar, like the yeah. flight of passage. That, that's great. Okay. Well, you come back to D23 oh, Expo, maybe you'll find out. And now the oh. Guardians ride, is, is that the one in Disneyland? Is there one in Disney World as well or just land? It's, it's the one at Epcot for now. The one at Epcot. The one at Disneyland was uh, the former Tower of the Terror, of Tower oh, Terror. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. All right, Chris. We're very sadly at our last Disney favorite question, yeah, but it I'll is tell you what, personal. I could have done this for, I, this, this is my favorite interview all day. Let's just talk. Yay. <laughs> oh, it makes me so happy. Okay. What has been your favorite <laughs> Disney memory? Mm, you know, as kids, we would go a lot and we were always allowed to, you know, at the end of the trip, maybe go to the gift shop and buy one thing or something and, there was one trip we all went on and my older sister had bought one of those little porcelain figurines, you know, as opposed to like, you know, my brother and I would usually buy something like either a stuffed animal or like a sword, something you could hit each other with. But she bought something, you know, kind of a little more delicate and precious. So we all did as well. And I ended up buying a little uh, Jacques and Gus Gus from Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah. And I had those things on my dresser up until you know through high school <laughs> but i don't know it's just nice thinking back to those memories where you know you have something that means something to you and it's it's not because it's something you are playing with it's just like it it almost represents a memory or a time or a you know a feeling or something and yeah maybe getting those little figurines that's amazing wow. i love that chris thank you so much actually right before we go could we get a to infinity Sure, to infinity and beyond. Uh, yes, gonna yes. make that my voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. This Thanks was terrific. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so and much. And congratulations on the film. You guys. I know. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. We love Chris. We do. Uh, his favorite. His, his fa favorite. I mean, do you think he says that to all the interviews? Absolutely not. not. Nope. 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 No way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, 
Well, made my life. And thanks, Chris. And thanks again to all of you for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.